The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Fry the Coop has five great chicken sandwiches, Nashville hot chicken, spicy honey butter chicken, chicken and cheese, Chicago hot chicken, and a donut fried chicken sandwich. It's Fry the Coop. And now, the Black and Abdallah podcast. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Black and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Abdallah, take it. I've got a broken chair here. Go ahead. All right. It's an all-calls welcome Friday. You know the drill. 312-332-3776, whatever you want to talk about. We had the guy who called in like three years ago about Crocs, about saying, hey, go get Crocs, take them to the beach because you put your shells in them. It's like a little little shell pail. And uh, then he called back three years later to see if we actually went and got that. Talk bears. Talk uh, bulls, whatever you want to. Three one two three three two three. Halloween costumes. If you want to run a Halloween costume by us, it is spooky season. Halloween is. T- I'm. I'd, I'm not going out for Halloween, but I assume why not? It's, it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. Tomorrow of night is Always like before the Halloween night. Well, I mean, you could go out for Halloween on Tuesday. You could, but like the big bar night of oh, dressing it's, up it's and everything weekend. is tomorrow night, right? Yeah, it's okay. Saturday. It's Friday night tonight. Uh, it's Saturday, Sunday. I'm sure there's some people that are going to go out dressed up. Oh, yeah. Some day drinking, mm-hmm. Sunday fun day. Then you got Bears game at night. Woof. I could definitely see it. Black Dollar here on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome. Friday night calls at 312-332-3776. Before we get into some of that stuff, uh, a couple of notes on the Bears heading into this weekend. Justin Fields officially ruled out for this weekend. Tyson Bajant will get his second NFL start. Uh, Something else I saw from the injury report earlier today from the Bears. Jaquan Brisker, questionable. He had an illness throughout the week. It sounds like if he's feeling okay, he's going to make the trip. He's going to play, but he's listed as questionable for the game. Eddie Jackson, full participation in practice today with the foot injury, also listed as questionable for the game on Sunday night. So your two safeties, both questionable. Everyone else in the secondary is healthy heading into this weekend. Uh, apart from that, you have some spots on the offensive line, some other guys who might not be able to go on uh, Sunday. But for the most part, it's like Fields. You know you know the situation with Nate Davis. He's mm-hmm. not playing this weekend. But outside of that, it seems like a pretty decent injury report heading into the weekend. I feel like it's also good, you know... Um Eddie Jackson was a full participant, so you get some of the secondary back as well. He played for a little bit uh, last week and then, you know, was out for most of the game. So hopefully he's able to play. But, yeah, you're right. It looks like, you know, especially Darnell Wright. Like, I think, like, him being out there as a full participant, he's probably going to be sore. Like, if he's hurt, he probably shouldn't try to, like, gut it out. But if he's just sore and just has, like, a nagging injury or nagging soreness, I don't think there's anything wrong with him going out there, you need as much help on the offensive line as you can out there. I mean, Nate Davis is not going to play. He's out. He didn't practice all week. So aside from that, like getting a full, a mostly healthy offensive line, we saw how well that played 
uh, last week against the Raiders, and I think a lot of people, and I wonder if this is baked into the uh, the number of eight and a half on Sunday, are just looking at the Chargers and saying, it's the Chargers, that's a good team. They only have two wins, and their defense is worse, by some metrics, worse than the Bears. I think there is an opportunity that if the offensive line holds up, if you continue to run the football the way you did against the Raiders, that the Bears can keep this close and make this a game. I think eight and a half is a lot of points for two two-win teams to be playing on Sunday night against each other. Here, here's my one pause on that thought. Sometimes when it comes to gambling and gambling on the National Football League, being a contrarian by nature is the best thing you can be. Therefore... If you see that line and you see that the Bears are an underdog by eight, eight and a half, nine points, what's your first reaction? First reaction is the Bears are better than that. They're getting all those points. Of course, they're going to cover. In fact, I'm a Bears fan. I think the Bears are going to win. My only pause is that is this a spot where you should lean heavily into being a contrarian and say to yourself, uh, there's something amiss here. Something amiss. Maybe the well, Chargers really are a, a much better football team. And maybe the backup quarterback who we, we've been talking about for the last week about how great he was last Sunday against the Raiders, maybe that's not it. Maybe he's going to struggle. Maybe uh, the Chargers show up at home. And and maybe there's something I'm missing here. Because it does seem like a slam dunk. Bears take the points. Even if they lose the game outright, they're going to keep it close. Am I missing something there? Or I don't, is this one of those spots where we should trust our inner contrarian and be like, if everyone else is thinking that same thing, maybe we should start thinking the other way, that the Chargers can win this game by more than two scores? I think the Chargers can still win the game. I'm not picking the Bears to necessarily win the game. I think you look at yesterday. Yesterday was a 9.5-point spread. I believe it went off at 10, but for most of the day yesterday it was 9.5. And, and look what happened. Towards the end of the game, the Bucks started to come back. They score at the end, albeit on some fluky plays, getting you know fourth downs that were then you know penalized and then awarded first downs. But they found a way to cover the game. I think that I throw, I just look at just look at the numbers, right? Two wins for each team playing on Sunday night. The defenses are both not great. They're both bottom-of-the-barrel defenses to some metrics right now. The, um, the Bears have been playing better in the last three weeks, whereas the Chargers' defense has not been playing well the last three weeks. And you just look at those numbers, and to me, 8.5 just seems like a lot. Like, if we weren't talking about the Bears because we are invested in it every single day yeah. and talking about Bajan every single day and talking about the injuries and who's going to play where on the line every single, every single day, I think sometimes we overanalyze the team, and sometimes that's to make them better, and sometimes that's to make them worse. But if this was any other game that we were talking about with two 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 lost teams, you would say, "Man, eight and a half is a lot of points." I'm going to take insert team here. What do you think the line would be if Justin Fields was playing? Seven. Sure. Eight. Eight. Oh, really? You Maybe. you think it's still eight? I, I think, I think so. the I think the line is reflecting. Vegas doubting a backup quarterback well, in a second at, week. I think, that I think if, that's what it is. I, I think if Fields is playing, this is like a six at most line. Well, because I think if you look at the way they would look at Fields playing, Fields isn't that big of a difference. You know, like he had two decent games. He had one very good game against another very poor defense in the Commanders. 
Um, and then, and also, like, look at these teams too. The Commanders have dudes up front on their defensive line, and they weren't able to make life uncomfortable for Justin Fields. Yeah. The Raiders have Max Crosby and dudes on their defensive line, and they weren't able to make like life difficult for Tyson Bajan. The Chargers have guys that we are very well aware of on the offensive on the defensive line. Sure. And as long as the offensive line holds up and. Luke Getze did a very good job last week of scheming away from those guys, right? Of running the ball a lot, running away from those guys, and that helped a lot. And I think if you run a similar game plan, then you have to. Now, if you look at the game plan that the Chiefs had against the Chargers, and you look, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I understand that. But the game plan, you can still try to run a similar game plan. They attacked the middle of that defense and were very successful. Between the hashes, you know, eight to ten yard throws down the field and they were hitting them like i think patrick mahomes threw the ball 42 times against the chargers i don't know if bajan's going to be able to do that that's a lot more to ask of him than you asked of him uh last week against the raiders so having that game plan might hurt but the chargers haven't been very good against the run they uh have been struggling they're, they're, they're decent against the run they're 10th in opponent rushing yards per game in the NFL, 96 yards given up per game on the ground. So they're, they're okay. But they can't, they can't run the ball, is what I'm saying. They can't control the clock. They can't run the ball. Right, but the, they can stop our run game, and our run game is why we were able mm-hmm. to play the type of game that we played last week against the Raiders. It's also a part of the reason why Tyson Bajan didn't really have to do much in the second half last week, right? They ran the football so well. So if, if the Chargers' defense steps up and the Bears aren't able to gain six, seven yards a carry like they did last week against the Raiders, now you're going to be asking a young quarterback in his second start, go win the game with your arm. Now, if you want to believe in the legend of Bajit, then then that's the spot, right? He shows up Sunday night football, looks awesome, gets the Bears down into the end zone, scores touchdowns, and the Bears pull off a victory, an upset victory as a heavy underdog against the Chargers on the road on Sunday night football. I mean, that, that's what's going to have to take place. I don't know if you're going to be able to push around the Chargers like the Bears pushed around the Raiders last weekend. Well, they, I have a very good quarterback. They have a much better quarterback. Herbert's a top 10 quarterback. And I don't know if they might, they might not need to run the ball because the Bears against the pass are not very good. So if this is a get-right game for them and they're looking at the Bears, which they probably are, and saying, look, Herbert can get right in this game. Like, we can pick this defense apart on the sides, over the middle, whatever it is. We can pick this defense apart. They might be able to. Um, but I think that if it comes down to controlling the tempo, if the Bears start strong, I imagine if they win the coin toss, they will try to, they'll take the ball again and try to score quick. They didn't, it, they didn't have success last week doing that, but they did you know, two weeks ago, the week before that. They're very good in the first 15. If they can start the game with a lead like that, you force the issue with the uh, with, with the Chargers. Maybe you you know bring some extra pressure against Herbert. You try to do that, and then all of a sudden you're up ten to nothing, just like we saw against the the Raiders. I know it's a different animal, but there is a way for this Bears team to at least keep it close. I don't think they're going to win. I didn't have them winning this game at the beginning of the season when I thought that they would win eight or nine games. Right, so I still think they're going to lose. I just think eight and a half points is a lot of points. Black and Abdal on a Friday night. All calls welcome at 312-332-3776. Bob and Juliet, you kick things off. Friday night calls. What's up, Bob? Hi. Thanks for taking the call. People don't change. Getsy gets uh, doesn't change. He was a pocket. 
he played quarterback in high school and college. He was a pocket quarterback. Um, he was with the Packers. He's, you know, he coached pocket quarterbacks. Um, he's not going to change either. Gets Getsy has to go or Fields has to go. Um, that's up to Ryan Poles. Uh, any comments? Thanks. All right. So Poles has to decide between Getsy and Fields. Someone has to go. What do you think, Abdallah? Yes, both. I think it, I still think this season ends up with people leaving, people getting fired. Like unless I Bajan, don't know. if Bajan plays well this week, and then if Fields is still out against the Saints, and Bajan plays well against the Saints, maybe then you look and say, "Hey, maybe it was this guy and not Luke Getzey." Is this the same old crap we always have to deal with with the Bears? Like, are they just going to go on and lose against the Chargers, the oh, yeah. Saints, and then they face off? They get uh, a game against the Panthers. They should win that, but then you get Detroit in. Uh, twice in three weeks like are we going to be sitting here at the start of december and the bears have only two or three wins yeah we could we could i I also think that this is a chance that they can kind of get back crawl back towards 500 and if that's the case i don't think Eberflus or getsy's getting fired it has to be a complete tire fire for them to get fired i don't think i I don't think that that's necessarily the case if they're around 500 if they only win one to two more games, everyone's gone. Like, they have to be at 500, which would involve winning a bunch more games and yeah. looking at the schedule, like well, you said. Start with the next three weeks. Okay. Can you win two of the next three games? I think you can. Yeah. The Saints have a very good defense. Mm-hmm. Their offense isn't very good. No, it's not. So so it's not like they're unbeatable. No. The Carolina game at home, you could win that game. And I think some Bears fans feel good heading into this weekend against the Chargers. Yeah, you could. Listen, you could. You very well could. I think that there's this element of the unknown, right? Like, we don't know if they're forced to throw the ball down the field, if Bajan can do it. And I, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying we don't know. Like, we, they didn't do that last week. Most of his passes were at or behind the line of scrimmage, and they used great blocking to try to move the ball down the field. And I, you might fall behind the Chargers, and then you've got to start throwing more. You've got to start throwing more down the field. And he tried to do that uh, when he came in for fields after he was hurt and threw an interception and got sacked for a fumble, and that was ended up being a touchdown. So- All calls welcome. It's a Friday night. It's Black and Abdallah. You can call us at 312-332-3776. We're talking Bears football. We're getting ready for the big matchup against the Chargers on Sunday night football. We'll take your calls coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at the newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at PointsBet Sportsbooks. Find a location near you at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Friday night calls with Black and Abdallah, 312-332-3776. We kick things off with Sherman and Chatham. Sherman, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, I think Getsy and the Bears showed us why Bajent, being the West Virginia Player of the Year, 
cannot get an offer from the two biggest schools in his state, West Virginia University and Marshall. He evidently cannot even throw the ball 50 yards into the end zone on a Hail Mary pass. And that, to me, is incredibly alarming because if you can't even throw the ball 50, 55 yards as an NFL quarterback, yeah. Ch- Chicago, give it up. This kid is not the savior. Yeah, I, it was weird, right, Sherman? Like, to see the Bears remove him from the game at the end of the first half, that's strange. That's not normal. I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't know if he can throw that far or not, or, or if he, he has a noodle, he a noodle arm. Does he have a noodle arm? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it, it was definitely weird, right, Sherman? There's a reason. It's incredibly weird. And there's a reason why you set all kind of records in your home state and Marshall doesn't even offer you a scholarship. you got to go D2 to get a scholarship offer. And the Bears don't owe Peterman anything. They certainly don't owe him any courtesy or grace. The fact they put him in there, they said the only way we're going to get this ball into the end zone is with a different quarterback. And that, to me, is scary for an NFL quarterback. Thanks for the call, Sherman. Appreciate you. I'd say, do you remember the uh, the old knock on Trubisky? Remember that? He was Mr. Ohio. He yeah. didn't get a he didn't get offered a scholarship at Ohio State. No, they, did they didn't they not even recruit him? No, they yeah. didn't. He was mm-hmm. Mr. Ohio mm-hmm. in the state in high school. Mm-hmm. He went to North Carolina. That, mm-hmm. That's kind of the same thinking that uh, Sherman has there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to Paul in, in Elmwood Park. Paul, you're on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome. All right, guys. I work a twenty four seven position, so even though it's Friday night, it's not necessarily Friday to me. So, you guys ready for a smart? Bears call on Friday night. Ooh, what what ooh, day of the week is ooh. it for you right now? Is it like Tuesday uh, at two for you? It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It's yes, your sir. Tuesday. Hey uh, man, you'll get through this so, week. All right. Sounds like someone's got a case yes, for Tuesdays. <laughs> all right, guys. So last year, I with Fields running the ball everywhere, and I, I try to make sense of it, and I try to find a way to put a number on the uh, the efficiency of execution of the offense. And yeah. I kind of came up with this little statistic of dropbacks versus pass attempts. How many times did a player drop back versus how many times the ball actually left his hands with the intent to pass like it was called because he's dropping back to pass? And I, I did this league-wide last year, and it, it was kind of amazing. Uh, Tom Brady in his last year was by far better than everybody else at it. He Only 4% of the time something else happened other than the ball leaving Brady's hands. So he probably got sacked here and there. But even if you know the sack is evidence, he's going to throw the ball at the ground and it's still going to be an incompletion. So that's why he's so good with it. Most quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Rodgers, all the good ones, um, we're looking at 8 to 10% of the time. <laughs> so one out of every 10 pass plays uh, would become something other than a pass attempt. And uh, some of the running quarterbacks were like 12 to 15%, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, things like that. Um, and so that they probably trust their legs a little bit more, so they're more likely to scamper out of the pocket here and there. But Justin Fields was at a staggering 33%, meaning one out of every three pass plays called, something else happened other than a pass play. And as a coordinator, I would find that to be chaotic. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel about calling plays and – having any kind of consistency. And now I haven't necessarily ran the numbers this year yet. I'm going to, but I know it's also a small, small sample size, but in that one game, Tyson Bajan, 33 dropbacks, 29 pass attempts. And so what that tells me is at minimum, he's just executing the game plan. And I think without knowing it, that's what most fans are really truly excited about when they see him. Sure. 
is that is that if you're actually it's what Bill Belichick preached his whole entire career. Just do your job. If Tyson Bajan is just out there doing his job, then okay. If it fails, the blame that can be put on play calling or put on the talent around him. But if you're not even doing your job and, and making the layups, it's hard to even point a finger at where the chaos starts, which is where we were at in the beginning of the year with this thing. So, um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to point that out to you guys and uh, see what you guys think. Good call, Paul. Call again, okay, man? Thank you. There is, there's Paul in Umwood Park. Yeah, I mean, to, to be able to call offensive plays and not know that it's going to be either a completion moving forward or the quarterback's going to take care of the football, just live to play another down, that's, that's something that has to eat at the play caller himself, knowing that it's almost like, based on the, the percentages from last year, is either you're turning it over, you're taking a bad sack, there's a penalty, something that's moving you backwards or giving the football up. You, you can't win like that. And Bajan did a good job taking care of the football last week. Mm-hmm. Now let's see it again. That's what I'm looking forward to heading into this weekend. Let's see it again. Yeah, I think that there could be a different game plan, though, right? Like you're, Like good coordinators and good coaches will not just run whatever they have set. Like, you game plan for the opponent. And that's why I keep looking back at what the Chiefs did and how they absolutely dismantled the Chargers uh, through the air. And I'm wondering if they, if the Bears look at that and say, hey, do we have a quarterback that can do that? And since we didn't see that, that last week, I still think the question's up in the air, whether or not he can do it. And people can call and say, oh, look at his highlights against when he was at, you know, when he was in D2 and look at all this kind of stuff. That's great. That's not the NFL. Like, I need to see him do it at the NFL level first before I can say whether or not he can do it. It's Black Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. It's a Friday night. All calls welcome with Black and Abdallah. Now, Abdallah, this is a big going out weekend. That's right. It is. You know, if you're a young person, it's a holiday weekend. You get to go out for Halloween. Mm-hmm. You have a list of some of the top couples Halloween costumes yes. heading into this weekend. Well, there's two that are... 1A and 1A plus. All right. Well, I'm going to tell everyone right now, if you're going as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, you're not original. That's number one. And if you're going as Barbie and Ken, you're also not original. That's number two. I I got both of them, huh? That's number one and number two. Tyler, don't tell me me you're going as uh, Ken and Barbie. My roommate is going as Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift with his girlfriend, and then his brother's going as Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie and Oppenheimer's not bad. That's that's at least a little creativity. To go as Barbenheimer is not as bad as going as Barbie and Ken. What if you went as Barbie and Travis Kelsey? Or Ken and Taylor Swift? I feel like then you're just like someone just has a Kelsey jersey. Well, it's, <laughs> like po- it's possible just, that they're just wearing like as as that, right? So what else makes the list? Top couples costumes for Halloween. Uh the the two chefs from the bear is very high up there. Yes, chef. So yeah, you I mean that's easy too. You it's just, just get a, a chef. You just get a blue apron. Baby, you got to get the blue apron. You got to get tatted. the white the white shirt. You got to draw tattoos. Medium? Yeah, that shirt. kind of thing. Uh, apparently a big one is also Ariel and Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Oh, well, yeah, the movie came out this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mario and Princess Peach is a big one. Also the movie, a big movie that came out this movie year. Movie that came out this weekend. Um, this, I mean, this is, I feel like this is a kind of a cop-out, but to go as Succession, 
Like to go as the uh, a couple from Succession, whether you go as like isn't it just wearing a suit? Yeah, it's just wearing a suit and like a no. dress. No, that's lame. Like, yeah, lame that's, costumes. I thought this one was last year, but uh, apparently going as Squid Game. So someone going as like the pink yeah. suit with like oh, the yeah. shape on their face, and then sure. someone going in the green jumpsuit. Okay, I, I thought that was more last year though, but like, okay. That could it's, still play. It's still top ten. Yeah, I guess. And the rest are still co- are like ones that I don't uh, understand. Like you could still go as like a like a Bridgerton. What what what's a Bridgerton? Like wearing like old timey. You could go as a Bridgerton. Old timey. Well, I don't know their names. <laughs> I don't it, know. Their it doesn't names. say. No, it just say, well, it just says the cu- couples from Bridgerton. Is it, is it Bridgerton like it's old timey but it's naughty? Yeah. Yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty, and they're dirty because they didn't they're shower old, very much back then. They're all timey, and they're yeah. dirty. Uh, Beth and Rip from Yellowstone. Okay. Does anyone... I'm not going to say that. I know people watch that show. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Their names Dude, are Anthony I've, and Kate I've seen, from I've seen the commercials on TV. I guess yeah. they're showing it on CBS now. Yeah. I Nothing about that show is appealing. No, it's not. What are they? They're cattle ranchers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Ellie and Joel from The Last of Us. Did you see oh, The Last yeah, of Us? The Last of Us was a fun show. Okay. That's good. All right. All right. That's good. All, All right. right. That, that could work. All right. I could see it. And the rest of them are just kind of like classic, you know, couples costumes. Like Aladdin and Jasmine and like the plug and the outlet. And the, like the what? The plug and the outlet. Like being a plug and then being an outlet. You seen that one? Oh, the holes? The outlet. <laughs> Come on, that's a Seinfeld reference for you. No, I know. The holes. Yeah, the holes, yeah. And then number 10, number 10, Yes. uh, because everyone loves this show again, uh, are Pam and Jim from The Office. It's back. The show's back. Well, like, people are watching it again. Why? Because it's just, it's on TV all the time now. Oh, they're bored. People are bored. It basically took, like, the, the place of, like, The Simpsons being on all the time when we were younger. Yeah, I know. It's on Comedy Central every single day. Every day. Every so, day. Uh, but again, I feel like that's a cop-out because you just wear like... Yeah, it's just normal clothes. Work clothes. Yeah. So if you don't really want to spend money on a costume, I guess that's it. But I have a feeling if you're out tomorrow night, you're going to see a lot of Barbie and Ken, a lot of Taylor and Kelsey's. All and, right, good, uh, good luck to all the guys out there getting uh, uh, pulled into these couples costumes this weekend. You're going to need it. Good luck. Yeah. Maybe wear some sunglasses. Always helpful on this weekend. <laughs> Just a tip from Black and Abdal. Night glasses. Black and Abdal here on ESPN 1000. We'll continue with your calls at 312-332-3776. It's an all-calls welcome Friday. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Get your calls in now. All calls welcome 312-332-3776. Uh, 
Uh, at 7 o'clock, we will join first pitch for the World Series. Game one between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. You'll hear the game right here. Game one of the World Series right here on ESPN 1000 just at 7 o'clock. So you only have about 23 minutes left. All calls welcome to get your calls in. So call us now at 312-332-3776. Al in Lamotte, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Al? Hey, guys. Um, okay, I'll be fast. So we have two parties, one in the neighborhood for, like, a family party, which is a Disney theme, which is lame. So I'll give you my lame costume. Yeah. We're going to go as Aladdin, as my son. My wife will be uh, Jasmine. I'm going to be the genie. And then our cool costume for our adult party, I'm going to be Mrs. Doubtfire, and my wife's going to be Sally Field. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. That's a good costume. I like that, Al. Yeah, That's the adult good. costume. I like them both. I don't mind them both. I'm partial to Aladdin, uh, obvious reasons. Uh, so I'm partial to Aladdin. I like it. And I, I like your adult one. That's very funny. Have a good show, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Al. That, that's good. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's, that's a, a fantastic good one. That's a great one. Because like, it's already a man dressing up as a woman, so it's it's not supposed to look good. But it's nostalgic. Yeah. It's fun. Absolutely. You, know, like that. you get I to like do a that. fun voice the yeah. whole night. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a lot Hello. of fun. Hello. <laughs> I think that's great. All right. Uh, 312-332-3776. Tio and Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Tio. Hey, Black Man Dollar, how are you guys doing? We're What's good. Up? How are you? Doing good. Um, first of all, when uh, I got a question about soccer, you know, I was yep. talking about soccer. Oh, yeah. But the Premier League this weekend, um, you know, the Manchester Derby is coming up. Oh, oh yes, so it is. Oh, yeah. You guys ready for it? I'm ready. I invited I, Abdallah over to hang out. Chris, uh, are, you, are you ready? I'm, I'm always ready. I've got my Manchester uh, City shirt on today. Well, look at you. How fancy. Uh, I'm going to wait to wear my gear after a win. But, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it'll be good. United you guys won City. the other day. I know. Well, do you see? Have you guys seen the latest that uh, they're hoping that they can convince David De Gea to come out of uh, his half retirement to come back to the club? Oh my God. Have you seen that? That was the new story today. Is that they think, they think that they made a mistake? Dinky cologne. I'm letting him go. Oh my God. What do you think of that, Tio? I heard it this morning too. Um, yeah, are you see? not doing a bet? Are you not betting between you guys? Yeah, are we going to bet? What do you got? Well, you you tell me what you want to bet. What are you going to give me? Well, see, here's the thing, Tio. Uh, United and, uh, hasn't been in good form, as they say, as of late. Cool. Can I get a shout out from my friend? Yeah, of course. So my friend is uh, Paulo Alvarez. He's a big Manchester Manchester City fan. So they want to tell him I'm just going to give him a shout out today. So thanks for the comment and have a nice weekend. Thanks, Tio. Have a great weekend. All right, there he is. There's Tio and Elgin uh, on here on ESPN 1000. Yes, your uh, Premier League update. Mm-hmm. Black Abdallah. Uh, yes, there's a huge match. You know, earlier today, Tottenham Hotspur, they won 2-1 to one over Crystal Palace. But on Sunday, the big matchup. United City. It's on Peacock. Abdallah, you got Peacock there? I You'll do, You'll be able yeah. to watch the game 10.30 yeah. Sunday morning. I'll be watching. How's your squad in form? Oh, perfect form. You sure? Perfect form. How Impeccable. things go for Champions League during the week? They won. All right, good. Just making sure. They won 3-1. to yeah. United beat, finally they, won a game. They beat the young boys. I still don't even know where that is, where, where they're yeah, from. It's, it's in a place. Uh, yeah, I would imagine uh, I would imagine City's going to win. Yeah, I would I like so. to see United win. I think they're win. up to like minus 155 or something like that. So, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. earlier in the week I was looking at the table, and it's not like United's that far out of it at the moment. They're eighth in the table, 15 points. 
So he's at 21. Got to get these wins now. Yeah, you have to. Well, especially with uh, Tottenham winning today. They're at 26. Yeah. All right, Abdal. So Sunday, we'll have a, a recap on the Black and Abdal Bears pregame show, 3 to 5 on Sunday. That's what we'll do. Uh, that was your Premier League update. I'm Black and Abdal. Uh, door one or door two, Abdal? Where, where would you like to go? Door oh, one or door let me two? See. What are we working with? Door we working? one or door two? Well, I, I don't mind. I don't mind either of these doors. Door one. Really? Door it, one. We yeah. go to door two. Okay. Mo in Frankfurt. Mo. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mo. Thank you for taking my call. How are you, man? You guys are awesome. Tell you the truth. But, Thank um, you, Mo. Um, Thanks, Mo. I, I got a couple things really quick. Uh, we did um, last year. We did Gilligan's Island. Now it was Gilligan and my buddy. Okay. John was the skipper and his wife That's good. was Ginger. I like my that. wife was Marianne. It's a full group. And we we showed up. We won the cool competition. All right. That's how All you right. do it? That's a good. That's a good costume for the group. I like that. Yeah, it was like seven of us. So it was good. And we had the professor and Howards and whatever they call them. You know, it was good. But I want to tell you something. Yeah. Are we listen, we're looking at uh double oh seven versus Justin Fields, the agent versus double double oh seven versus Justin Fields? Like what are we looking at? What do you guys feel? Well, I don't think they're working against each other. Like, I don't think that there's... I think they've told F- Justin that, you know, this is his job when he's healthy and comes back. And But I think that when he, uh, you know doesn't play well or if he doesn't play well that you know the leash is going to be a little shorter and if he struggles and is taking sacks that he shouldn't and that kind of stuff turning the ball over costing <laughs> them games that they might go back to Beijing at some point so like uh i'm doing the broadcasting thing and i got into it with my instructor and we're talking about is it the offensive line or is it the quarterback i said it's the quarterback the quarterback can't and i watched the, the 22 I, I, you know, you got like, the twenty-two. I, I'm all you got it all. Mo, how yeah, come you don't have I, I a YouTube watched... channel breaking down the all twenty-two? I want to see this. So basically, what I'm telling, hold on, what I'm saying to you is, I was a middle linebacker. I know football. I know defense, and I could see that Justin Fields can't get the ball out of his hands after four seconds. Yeah, when here's double oh seven throwing it in 2.5 seconds. That makes a big difference. That helps the offensive line. Sure. Even though the offensive line is like back and forth, like we were, we're switching spots here, you know. Eh, you know, I'm just saying. But All right, we got you down. you guys think, yes, sir. And you guys have a good day. Thank you, Mo. There he is, Mo in Frankfurt. No show notes, but a nice call nonetheless. Yeah. That's fine. He's busy now. Mo, you got any show notes for us? Okay, I do have a couple show notes. Okay, please um, please go ahead with the show notes now. Thank you. Really quick, really quick. Jonathan Hood, thank you for letting me use your studio. Okay, that's not, right. show. That's not a show notes. That's your that, show, that's Mo. A, that's a that's Jonathan your show, Hood Mo. Note. I'll give you notes on your show. You give me notes on my show. Okay, anytime. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Mitchell in the Hello, Mitchell. 
Hey, what's up there, uh, Team Gemini Taj? Uh, quick note. Yeah. We got a tomorrow on the precipice. Oh. At the full moon. Oh, wow. And also a lunar on Halloween? Support. Oh, wow. No, on tomorrow. Well, now, it's, here's it's, the thing. it's celebration on night on Halloween, so yeah. No, on Halloween, actually, there's a really nice aspect. There's a triangle between Uranus and um, the That's sun. That's not which how you say Venus, it. There's a Venus triangle. Anyway, it's a very, actually, on Halloween's a great day. Okay, but I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> tomorrow, there's a big time aspect that you should not treat lightly. Now, let's get this on sports, right? Sports-related content. Please. You, you see what happened with the Bulls on their first? Now, I'm not a basketball fan or a basketball fan at all or baseball. But on the basketball front, the, uh, the Bulls' first game of the season, they have a coup d'etat. In other words, <laughs> they had all this time, and that was a few days before the climax of the full moon, which will be tomorrow, which is my point, is that you know the, the issue would happen in Maine. You have what I call very unpredictable events. And it's not to be joked with, and I'm not being funny here. I'm being dead serious. The, 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 tour, the, the full moon is going to climax tomorrow at 325. It's in Taurus at 5 degrees. It's also a lunar eclipse. Okay. Now, for those on the astronomy front, sure. the eclipse is where you eclipse the sun, so there's not a lot of light. And what happens is that you see, you see a lot of – it comes down to closed doors, closure, secrets, epiphanies. Ooh. Don't be surprised. After Sunday or Saturday, you're going to see people being eclipsed out of their jobs with regards to the NFL or the college league, or even in your jobs. Ooh. Yeah, you, you have this whole thing with you, you call your job. There are people that are under the gun. After tomorrow, there's going to be movement. And let me tell you something, a Daddy-o. shake of the stick? Yeah, you better check yeah, those stories a little better, you know, Tyler. You know, you wanna, this is all based on gravity. It's not a Johnny Appleseed I'm looking into my crystal ball. It's, a, it's gravity. And the fact is that my probability pattern is 100%. Now, I digress. I don't see what the big fuss is about basically saying with, regarding to Agent Bajan and saying, hey, he won a game. That, he did a great job. Because you know what? You got Justin Fields, answer me this question, Gemini, because you're, you're the smarter of the second one. Okay? You're the smarter of the two. Okay? Hey, Mitchell Displays, listen. Listen. You don't come on my show and call me stupid. You kick rocks, all right? With your dumb full moons. We got to go. Guess what? That's the bottom line. We're up against the clock. You wasted all your time talking about dumb moon stuff no one cares about. That's the bottom line. How about that? Song of the night coming up next. Mitchell, you're done. You're done. That's it. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. (laughs) This is Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Eberflot, the spaghetti guy. Black and Abdallah, thank you to Tyler Aki. How about this? Tyler Aki working the show. Slumming it. Wow, look at Tyler. <laughs> Sean Grady also. Give what? those stories out. Yeah, that's what yeah. they yeah, pulled that Your punishment like, was you have to hang out with us for an you hour. stay till seven. Thank you to Sean Grady for also producing tonight's show. We will return on Sunday from 3 to 5, the Black and Abdallah on a Sunday with your Bears pregame. We'll get you into coverage of the network pregame show with Sylvie, Lance, and Dion starting at 5 o'clock for Bears and Chargers from Los Angeles. You can listen to the game right here on ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah will be back 3 to 5 on Sunday. Then also next week, uh, 6 to 8. 
Friday, uh, Monday through Friday, right here on ESPN 1000. Abdal, before we go, we will join in progress the very start of Game 1 of the World Series, Arizona-Texas, first pitch coming up on ESPN 1000. We will get to that game in about five minutes. Before we get there, how about the song of the night? I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Bleck and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, Larry. Lauren Hill! Girls, you know you better watch out. Some guys, some guys are only about that thing, that thing, that thing. that thing by Lauren Hill song came out in 1998 on this date in 1998 this single was released as her first solo single after she left the Fugees Lauren Hill this was her first hit and it was awesome yeah it's a Back great song 1998 on October the 27th it was released she has an amazing voice she could also rap very well uh, the beat is phenomenal it won yeah. a couple Grammys it's been sampled by Lizzo, by Drake, by that other guy. Uh, and the other guy. The other guy, you know. The other guy. The other guy we don't talk about anymore. Canceled the guy. Yeah, they canceled the guy. <laughs> the only guy to successfully be canceled. Um, and yeah, it's it's an amazing song. Uh, it's got a great message. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is a phenomenal album. Oh, yeah. An it's an all-time album. Banger of an album. And, you know, through various attempts at getting Fuji's reunions and her trying to do solo performances and showing up like three hours late or not showing up at all. Like people haven't really seen a lot of Lauren Hill or the Fugees in re- recently. Did you ever see Lauren Hill? I've Back never the seen the Fugees or Wyclef? Lauren Hill. No. You ever see Wyclef? No. Really? In all no. the different festivals you've gone to, he's I've, never been I've at a festival. I've never you've been seen to? any of the Fugees. No. Really? No. Unfortunately. They were awesome. I, I wanted to go to the reunion, but then I heard all these stories about how like they would show up late, only perform a couple songs, like it didn't seem and then I I don't even think they made it to Chicago. Like I don't I don't know for sure. But no, I did not. I've never seen them. They were one of these uh well because like food the Fuji's album came out we were in like middle school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have to have been on a reunion. Lauren Hill, doo-wop. 
It's your song of the night on a Friday. volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for what dial there's there's no dial on my phone yeah it's just an crank ah, the volume because it's time for black and abdallah's song of the night yo later we will talk to you on sunday from three to five getting you ready for bears and chargers game one of the world series diamondbacks rangers it's up next here on espn 1000 chicago's home for sports black and abdallah ESPN Chicago. A lack of lollygagging.